Hi, this is uh, the Lady Barnard for the segment of the Diary of the Queen, and I wish you um, a good evening, or a good afternoon, or wherever you might find yourself in this worldly diaspora. And so the podcast comes um, today with me suffering in my depression, so I guess you can understand where this topic is going to go. You know, when I made the segment about depression under black women, um, I kind of group collective it, but this time around, I will be speaking about me own. I'm not really good with my emotions. And the time it is always tested to its fullest is when I find myself in strife and in love with someone. It doesn't happen often, but I find it difficult, you know, because I'm so candid and I'm so open and so forthcoming and so analytical and so planning, you know, I tend to attract men that wants to go with the flow. And so once again, the fall apart of this relationship that I was in was really, really damn hard because it hit me from nowhere. You know, all the things that people tell you out there that you have to do in your relationships and nothing matters if the other person is not cooperative. Nothing matters. And of course, I'm coming from a place of sulking right now and really, really hurt and painful. I don't like being gaslighted and and I find that some men will do that and so for me being so truthful and honest they will use that they will use my my vulnerability um, as a means to gaslight me as a means to drive me even more insane and make me look crazy you know I can remember watching Lady Diana Spencer talk about a situation with um, the Prince of Wales and and knowing and she was talking um, about knowing that she wasn't crazy and that people were trying to to, to downplay her emotions and and I realised for the first time in my age understanding her you know because people look at you like you're crazy and I realised Charles was trying to make her look crazy because he wanted to get away with being in love with someone else instead of telling her he was in love with someone else instead of apologizing to her for the mistake he made by choosing her and for not being clear with this young woman what he wanted out of the relationship and that he wanted a friendship and just a partnership and and not husband and wife and in love business you know and so watching her talk I realized I am going through the same craziness and the advice people give you is is so not what you need you don't want to know that you're going to feel better tomorrow you don't want to know you're going to feel better later you want to know you're going to feel okay now and so you open yourself up you're vulnerable you're all over the place you just want this person that you're in love with to be straight with you and they not and then you have to take on board their feelings and what they're going through and and you're so angry because what about you why are you always required now to think of somebody else in your pain and in your suffering 
I make it known I am unhappy. I make it known that this is the steps that might bring me to an equilibrium. And if a person in this particular black man that I'm dealing with is not forthcoming, you know, and like any other woman, we have our insecurities. Some have a little bit more um, of some things than others, you know. We work on that. But what we also need is the constant reassurance from our mate. And that's what I have been asking for for weeks leading up to months. I find it difficult to now even talk to him. Everything I say, it hurts. Everything hurts. And we talk about this unity. We talk about this unity under blacks. And, and I've always believed it will happen in the black world. That's where it needs to happen. Our men don't know how to talk. We also know why. But what bothers me is that they, they're not vulnerable enough to say, you know, that they don't know how to do that. They need some help. And once the help is given, what baffles me also is the fact that they don't even try to implement these strategic things to at least have some kind of progress. It's hard being dumped. It's hard being let down. It's hard for me to be disappointed. And what I don't need right now is another tear rolling down my beautiful cheek. Really, I don't. And what I need is for this pain that I can't seem to to handle to be gone. And what normally happens when the emotions eat so much at a person of my nature, we tend to want to make it stop. We tend to want to turn that emotional pain into physical pain. And so we make ourselves physically sick, physically ill, or we create circumstances, you know, or we cut ourselves, or we hurt ourselves, or we kill ourselves. And people think that that's weakness it's not because you're not in this body you don't understand how this emotions is choking the life out of us and people will look at you like you're some kind of weak stranger like you've got no courage you know this is a person that you are in love with this is a person that has total control all over you over your mind, over your heart, over your feelings. And nothing in the world hurts like that. It can happen with a significant other and it can happen with a family member and it can happen with siblings and it can happen with children and their parents. And I do not want to cause anyone... There comes the tears. I don't want to cause any one of my people that I care for this kind of hardships when they reach for me. People are don't realize how resentful they are. And, and here I come. I talk about these resentments. I talk about my own. And they're angry with me. They're seething. And yet, 
you know, in my courage, I, I talk about these bad behaviors of myself and they can't even see that they are doing the damn same thing, but more violently because they're ignorant about it and because it brings them peace. It brings them peace to see the other one hurt. I have schooled myself and been in counseling sessions where there has been tactics implemented or advised that I should implement to not bring another person that low, to make them beg you, to make them weak because there's nothing on the face of the earth that hurts me more than seeing another person having to beg me just to be reasonable. And the fact I'm just very pissed off that this significant other would do that. I'm a queen. Do you understand? I'm an African queen. I do not want to be bullied, emotionally mishandled. And I do not want to be hackled, mocked. And I do not want to be mistreated and abused verbally and told that I am crazy. It was communications about listening and it was about talking effectively. And when you do that on your part, when you talk effectively and the next person deliberately undermines that it hurts oh fuck it hurts some people are out there being very blase or brave or overly brave me me I'm I'm just in a truth serum moment I want this feelings gone I cannot respect a man that doesn't take my truth and my effective communication and everything that I've learned over my 42 years that I'm implementing to become a better functioning person. I do not want a person in my life that will take that for granted because as a black woman, we got here. I got here. There's no dysfunction when we have strategic tools in place to help us foster a better communication i am the wrong bitch for you to play that bullshit with and i expect a king to readily see that to see it to see the effectiveness in what i'm trying to do and that it starts with effective communication it starts with an honesty and it starts with a vulnerability I cannot be submissive and vulnerable and you step on that. How dare you? Because when I get up from this position I am in, in my anxiety and in my panic, I'm going to resent you. I am trying to avoid all of that. Bad behaviours. And I'm just, I'm tired. Please, my ancestors, if you, if you hear me, don't send me someone like that again. I swear on my life, 
these people will kill the life out of you and everything that I've worked for that is about unification black sex black desire black love is is my is my foundation do not send these people to me if that is not what they are about I cannot preach our black unity out here and then I don't know how to effectively reassure my king effectively communicate with him and dialogue with him and effectively open myself up to him and comfort him I cannot do that and so please do not send me someone who cannot do that back I am begging you as a child of yours the flesh of your flesh and the blood of your blood and I'm I'm telling you now send me someone that's equally yoked in that regard because I need a boundary and I need a king that is emotionally strong and emotionally intelligent to understand me to understand that I am trying I am not fucking this up I am trying and I will stay in constant communication with him and then I need him and that I'm not a strong black woman and I'm tired of that and that I need him to be strong for me and I will be strong for him and then sometimes I need a boundary, a safe place to fall apart and if I cannot fall apart with him I am not safe to fall apart with anyone I am so sorry this podcast wasn't supposed to be this emotional but I am I am hurting and and if anybody's listening to me and you're going through something similar please just hold on just hold on hold on to yourself because sometimes that's all you can do is hold on to yourself and don't isolate yourself and please don't do anything stupid and don't hurt yourself the love that you want you have to now give it to yourself and if you have to cry a million tears then do so and if you have to fall apart then do so but I promise you when you get up there you're going to be stronger better and safer somebody will come to come pick you up I promise nothing in this world happens without the benefit of yourself and so with that I leave you and I greet you with all the love that I have within me even though it's not much right now keep me in your prayers and uh, please don't be so hard on me and don't be so hard on yourself The greatest thing that we can ever learn is just to love and just to be loved in return. Namaste.